Welcome to Today on Broadway for Monday, October 23rd, 2023. I'm Broadway Radio's Matt Tamanini. And I'm Tell Me on a Sunday podcast, Grace Hockey. Grace, we had a couple things hit the podcast feeds over the weekend. The first came in the Patreon feed, and it was my long-awaited episode with John Carafa, where we just talked about everything. Uh, Only Murders in the Building, Gilded Age, Nashville, all things that he has worked on. One thing we didn't talk about was uh, he did the choreography for... The Polar Express, which I, I wanted to talk about. We just never got to it. I wanted to talk to him about like doing choreography for something that was then kind of like semi-animated. But a great conversation about that. Talk about his Broadway career with You're in Town, Into the Woods, um, working with Sondheim. He was the director and choreographer for Good Vibrations and talking about how a show like that, is, which was not well received, kind of pushed him to work more in TV and film. So it's a great conversation. It is available to anybody on the mezzanine tier and above over on Patreon. So if you want to hear that, head over to patreon.com slash broaderradio, broaderradio.com slash Patreon. Then James Michael and Jenna Tessa Fox uh, talked on this week on Broadway about Gutenberg the Musical, Patrick Page's All the Devils Are Here, Chasing Happy, and Being Frank and some other stuff. So great content in the feeds this weekend. Uh, we are bringing you so much stuff. I have a ton of other interviews that have either been done or are getting ready to be done that I think you'll really enjoy. So make sure that you are following along on both of our feeds. Now, Grace, we are recording on Sunday, obviously. There are two major shows that are getting ready to open on Sunday night, but neither of them are on Broadway. So the schedule for when reviews come out is a little different for off-Broadway and regional shows. So we are not going to be talking about reviews for either Here We Are or The Great Gatsby, even though they are both opening on Sunday. As of recording time, reviews are not out yet, but for Broadway shows, we know that those are almost always going to come out on the night they open. That is not the case. So we will talk about them probably tomorrow because I think they'll all be out uh, by tomorrow when we record, but I just wanted to make sure that people knew what our schedule was on those grades because it's a little up in there. It's a little wonky with these off-Broadway and and regional shows. Yeah, I mean, we always want to get it out as fast as we possibly can, but everyone's schedule is different and everyone's having a gala opening and everyone's having, you know, secondary review opening. So we're trying to be mindful of the schedule, but it's Cuckoo Bananas and the spring is even going to be crazier. Yeah, these gala openings versus press openings, they really throw me off because like sometimes the opening night that is like on the Broadway league calendar is the one where the previews or where the uh, reviews are allowed to be released. And sometimes they're the ones where like the red carpet is, but the reviews are still embargoed for a couple more days. We really need to figure out a way to do this a little bit better. So it's a little clearer. I don't care if you have separate days, that's totally fine, but like, just make it a little clearer. Cause I, I, I confuse very easily and I just need somebody to spell stuff out. But the first story that I want to get into is more just a a PSA than anything else. If you went to a theater starting on Friday night, this past Friday night, whether that is on Broadway, some off-Broadway theaters, and even some national tours, you will have noticed that the Broadway Cares Equity Fights AIDS Red Buckets are now back out, and the fundraising campaign has started. The campaign tries to raise money for meals, medication, healthcare, counseling, emergency financial assistance, and much more to artists from the theater community and around all of uh, entertainment. This will be going on through Sunday, December 3rd, and there will be a ton of events going on with this. And obviously, they always do the, you know, the competitions and the Red Bucket Challenge and all of that stuff. So if you have an opportunity 
uh, to contribute when you are seeing a show between, you know, I guess in the, in the next month and a half, please do so. Grace, you seem like somebody to me who, <laughs> whether you have, as you like to say, the doll hairs or not, you seem like somebody who is going to throw some money, not only in a bucket, but maybe spring for something special, like some of the special items that they give out. Mm-hmm. What is what is your favorite thing that you have paid for to get via the Red Bucket Challenge? Oh, that's a good one. I think I got a cast record, a signed cast recording from Once on This Island. I think I have that. Um, but I, I, it's, 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 it's just one of those things that like, honestly, I could get absolutely nothing out of it. And I just like to contribute to it. Cause it's like of twice course, a year, yeah. the Broadway community community comes together, um, for <laughs> this, you've got this the speech doubt. That's the I speech. Know, it's <laughs> my dream. You know, that I don't have Broadway dreams. I don't have off Broadway dreams. I actually only have the dream to be in a cast where I would be deemed the one to step out forward with a red bucket <laughs> twice a year. The Broadway community comes together. Um, and I just, it's a dream. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I love this cause every single year. And I just want to shout out that if there is a show, if you're not in New York City in this time, if there is a show that you particularly want to see win this year, you can contribute to their contributions for the Red Bucket Challenge. So look out for the for your favorite shows and then find ways to contribute there. Yeah, you can go to broadwaycares.org and there have ways where you can contribute with not actually being in the theater. I, I, I believe that on my very first trip to New York City in 1998, I got a window card signed by the entire cast of Rent that I saw. It was not the original Broadway cast. It was the what probably the second cast because it was, you know, in the second year of the show. I have since lost. It's it's gone. But I one thing I do have that was a red bucket purchase is a playbill autographed by the entire most recent revival of Man of La Mancha. I have it hanging on my wall in my living room. So that's Stokes, Ernie Sabella, Mary Elizabeth Mastrantonio. Just a great cast. So I I, I love that and uh, always try to contribute to Red Bucket when I can. All right, Grace, let's get into this week's theatrical schedule. And we are actually doing more off-Broadway this year. There are no Broadway openings or beginning of previews this week. There is one Broadway closing, which we'll talk about at the end of the, uh, at the, end of the, the calendar here. But we are going to start off on Tuesday, downtown at the Public Theater with the very first performance of Hell's Kitchen. First, por- first performance, Tuesday, October 24th. This is the new show that has music and lyrics by Alicia Keys, many of her biggest hits. Uh, according to the New York Times, I think it's four new original songs. Book by Christopher Diaz, choreography by Camille A. Brown, and directed by Michael Greif. The show is described thusly, in a cramped apartment hanging off the side of Times Square, 17-year-old Allie is desperate to get her piece of the, of the New York dream. Allie's mother is just as determined to protect her daughter from the same mistakes she made. When Allie falls for a talented young drummer, both mother and daughter must face hard truths about race, defiance, and growing up. Allie feels trapped until the sound of a neighbor playing piano opens the door to an unexpected friendship and a radically different future. This has already been extended, as we've talked about multiple times. It is currently scheduled to run through January 7th. And I've got to shout out the public theater because we don't always see this for shows until like after things are frozen and it's in there, but they have the running time of the show on the website. So kudos to them, two hours and 15 minutes on that. I appreciate them putting those things up for those of us who try to schedule trips and I don't have tickets to to, to Hell's Kitchen, but just in general, like putting that up there is, is very, very helpful. The cast includes such names as Shoshana Bean, Brandon Victor Dixon, 
Chris Lee, Keisha Lewis, Malia Joy Moon plays Allie, who is ostensibly the avatar for Alicia Keys. Very excited about this one. Uh, Grace, I, I think this everybody in the theater community is very interested uh, about this. We know what an incredible writer and performer Alicia Keys is, and I'm just absolutely fascinated with the idea of her writing a musical, which is like I think they've kind of described it as semi autobiographical, and to kind of see what that not only looks like, but especially what that sounds like. Yeah, I was fortunate to hear a tiny sneak peek of one of the songs that is really synonymous with Alicia's sound. Um, I think that mm-hmm. everyone can play a certain piano riff for a certain song yep. uh, by it. heart because it's so good. But I think that like the, the way that her music is not being, it seems, regurgitated in the same manner, this is storytelling. You will hear some of her hits because, of course, you should, but they are not going to be presented, I don't believe, in the exact same manner that she would do on the Grammys. Like, this is oh, wow. her own story. This is its own piece. And I'm really excited for people to hear that. It's hard when we have had so many different bio jukebox musicals where, and I enjoy a lot of them, like even if you look at something like Beautiful, which I think is a great show, or Jersey Boys, which is a great show, the songs are, for the most part, the way that we heard them on the radio when they were first uh, released. So I love the idea of, even if this is ostensibly a bio musical to a certain degree, that you reimagine what those songs sound like. And obviously we've seen other shows reimagine how songs sound, but uh, in this context, I think it's really, really cool. All right, moving to Thursday, October 26th, we will have an off-Broadway opening from the Roundabout Theater Company. This is the new play Covenant, which is by York Walker and directed by Tiffany Nicole Green. It is currently scheduled to run through December 3rd. When a struggling guitarist returns to his small Georgia town, a blues star, rumors begin swirling that he may have made a deal with the devil to attain his musical genius. Before long, however, it becomes clear he's not the only one with a secret. A mythic and suspenseful new play that delivers one devilish twist after another, York Walker's Covenant explores the power of belief and the thin line between between truth and rumor. Also, Roundabout Theater Company, 95 minutes. Thank you very much. The cast includes Crystal Dixon, Ashley N. Hildreth, Lark White, Chandri Hall, Broomfield, and Jade Payton. Grace, this is set in, in rural Georgia, as it says, or small town Georgia. Have you ever met anybody there that you believe has sold their soul to the devil in aspirations of attaining musical genius? Matt, how much time do we have on the show? I can't do this now. <laughs> I'm solo show right. Um, no, I, I, it's so funny. Like the the concept is awesome. Why the fuck don't I have tickets for this yet? I don't know. I know. Um, I know. But I, I can't. I can't wait. It's it's fascinating. But like, it is something that like is very inherently southern and lore. To you know, like people have been touched by God or made a deal with the devil. There's always some level of ethereal otherness of someone's talent. And I'm really intrigued by the storyline. Yeah, fascinated by this. Very much looking forward to it. Okay, later on Thursday, or the same day on Thursday, um, we will begin previews for the new off-Broadway show Scene Partners from the Vineyard Theater. This one is a new play by John J. Caswell Jr., Grace, who I know you are a big fan of. It is directed by the indomitable Rachel Chavkin, who just seems to continue to turn out hit after hit after hit in such varied 
genres from not only from plays to musicals, but from like comedies to dramas like she literally can do no wrong. It is currently scheduled to run through December 3rd. Would not be surprised if there is an extension in there. It is set in winter 1985 when 75-year-old Merrill ditches ice-cold Milwaukee for sunny Los Angeles, hell-bent on becoming a movie star. She's got big dreams, a little money, and a whole lot of nerve. But will the world ever know her for who she really is? This stars two-time Academy Award winner Diane Wiest. It also features Eric Berryman, Tony nominee Johanna Day, Josh Hamilton, Carly M. Hurley, and Kristen Sy. I agree. So anytime you get this kind of talent with John J. Caswell Jr., Rachel Chavkin, Diane Weist, uh in a show together and throw in some of those other performers, Josh Hamilton and Johanna Day, especially are, are fairly big names like this becomes very cool, like especially from a show that I know nothing about, have heard nothing about other than that plot description. I am very much looking forward to this one, and it is on my planning schedule for both my November and potentially December trip if it does extend. Yeah, I already have my tickets for this. I can't wait to see it. I can't wait to talk to some people that are a part of it um, for Broadway Radio. So that's coming up. I have been anticipating this piece for a while. Of course, you said I'm, you know, I'm obsessed with the playwright. So top to bottom, I know I'm going to like it by the pedigree of the people involved. I just can't wait to see what the hell it is. Very fair. Very fair. Moving to Saturday, October 28th, we have our first of two closings. This one is going to be off-Broadway. This is down at the Manetta Lane Theater. It is Swing State, which you saw, right, Grace? You saw Swing State? Yes. Okay. I thought so. Um, so it's closing up on Saturday. It's an Audible Theater production. If you want more information, check out the show notes. Before we get to the next closing, I want to tell you that on Sunday, October 29th, we have one more pretty big off-Broadway opening, and this is coming to us from Playwrights Horizons, and it is the play Stereophonic, written by David and Jimmy, with songs by Arcade Fire's Will Butler and directed by Daniel Oiken. We've talked about this show uh, a number of times, so I'm not going to necessarily break down the whole thing, but it's set in a music studio in the mid-70s when an up-and-coming rock band is getting ready to record an album. Has a great cast, Will Brill, Andrew R. Butler, Juliana Canfield, Eli Gleb, Tom Pasinka, uh, Sarah Pigeon, and Chris Stack. Um, another one, Grace, where like, it's on my, my list. I'm starting to plan for a trip, which is like three weeks away now, actually, which is kind of crazy. I have not done a whole lot of planning for it at all, but Excited to hear what all of the reviews are about this, because honestly, I watched all of Daisy Jones and the Six, and I need something good to wash the absolutely horrible taste out of my mouth from that uh, oh, Prime no. video. Yeah, it was. So, I, I love the book. It was bad? Uh, well, many people who did not read the book loved it. I read the book and hated the TV show. So uh, I'm hoping that this scratches the itches that I had from the book. That the, that the show did not do. Fair enough. I've, I've heard so many great things about this. I feel like I'm going to miss it, but um, I'm really, you know, excited for the potential future of it. I feel like with that type of casting, I would hope that there's a future for it, but who knows? Um, the, the show that I mentioned at the very top that is closing on Broadway this weekend is The Cottage, a show that I'm just really glad that it had I'm excited about that it had its full run on Broadway. The new play by Sandy Rustin, directed by Jason Alexander. Incredible cast, Laura Bell Bundy, Lily Cooper, Eric McCormack, Nahal Joshi, who we talked about a number of times, Alex Moffat, Dana Steingold, Tony Roach. Um, very excited for everybody over at the Helen Hayes Theater. If you want to check that one out before it closes up, you can do that between now and Sunday. 
All right, some real quick show and casting news. One that is very much on my schedule for when I'm coming to town. Not only is it one of my favorite plays of all time, but it is also one of my favorite theater companies in New York City. The Bedlam Theater Company's upcoming production of Tom Stoppard's Arcadia has already extended its run, even though it hasn't begun performances. It will now run from October 27th, which is this coming Friday. So that's throw that in the uh, the calendar as well. It'll now run through December 10th. It is only supposed to run through December 3rd, but it is now extended through December 10th at the West End Theater. So check that one out. A new show. I saw it when I was kind of looking at cabaret schedules for when I'm in town, Grace, because I always check like Joe's Pub and and 54 Below and, and Green Room 42. So this is a new cabaret venue inside the Yotel that is not the Green Room 42. It is called the Green Fig Cabaret Theater. And one of their first shows is Forbidden Sondheim, Merrily We Stole a Song. And this is the new show by, obviously, Forbidden Broadway creator Gerard Alessandrini. It will begin performances on October 27th. It will run Friday and Saturday nights at 8 p.m. through November 27th. So you can get more information about that. I am, uh, I don't think I'll fit it in just because it's like at a time when I see other shows, but if it was at a different time, that is something that I would be very much looking forward to. Maybe we'll need to turn to Ashley Steves to give us a heads up as to what that's all about because I have no doubt that she will be going. And then finally, we got some news late last week that the new play Company of Man will be making its off-Broadway debut at the AMT Theater. It had a great run at the New York Theater Festival recently, and so it's going to make its off-Broadway premiere coming up here soon. It is based on true events, and the show seeks to revive the lived experiences of 20th century musicians Edward Benjamin Britton and his life partner Sir Peter Neville Luard Pears by means of their personal letters. In tandem, modern-day roommates Mark and Joe grapple with their identities, shared feelings, and sexual violence. The show has gotten great reviews. I've heard a ton of stuff about it just on like social media and stuff. Um, so when I saw this announcement coming that it was going to be playing off-Broadway, I thought there was something to, to definitely flag. The show will begin performances on November 12th and is currently scheduled to run into January. Opening night is December 3rd. All right, Grace, um, I'm going to run through a, qu- a couple quick videos, and then I know there's something that you want to recommend to people. Uh, we mentioned the kind of like four alphabas doing a a kind of a mashup, or not a mashup, but a, a, a rearranged version of Defying Gravity last week. Now, the Glendas have gotten into it, so there's a version of four beloved Glendas doing popular. It's Ali Mozzie, Kara Lindsay, Amanda Jane Cooper, and current Glenda Mackenzie Kurtz. That's fantastic. Check that out. Then we have a video from Playbill of Soleil Pfeiffer performing Flowers from Hadestown. She's obviously the new Eurydice. And then finally, we have Madison Kopeck, who is one of the cast members of How to Dance in Ohio, singing the song Unlikely Animals. So you can check out all of those videos in the show notes. Uh, and Grace, so you had something you wanted to recommend that people go see here, I believe, a week this coming Sunday, right? That's right. So Pretty Witty and Gay Cabaret is having their final show of the year. It's a really lovely group of people. It's at Green Room 42. It's October 29th, I believe 7 p.m. Yeah. Um, But it's sold out ringside. Like there's only a 
like a handful of tickets left. Um, it's always a really, really great group of people. And um, I just think that if you are interested in a lot of Broadway names and faces, um, Jasmine Raphael puts this on alongside a lot of their uh, and Juliet counterparts, but also um, cast members from other shows as well, like Cinderella and all those great things. So if you've been wanting to see another cabaret at Green Room 42, I recommend that one. It's really, really fun and they do a really good job. All right, everybody, that is all that we have for today. Thanks for listening to Today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Broadway Radio. And you can follow me pretty much anywhere at BWW. Matt Grace, where can people find you? You can follow me at It's Grace Aki. All right, everybody, have a wonderful Monday, a wonderful week. We'll be back to talk to you tomorrow. 